0: Um, Hello, everyone. This is Roxy. Um, This evening, I will be talking about the COVID regulations, right? So, first of all, thank you all for supporting the podcast. The response to the last podcast was very encouraging. A lot of you listened to it, and I'm, I'm very pleased. Thank you very much. The questions that I get around COVID are threefold. Many of you have asked me whether you can... Refuse to comply with the COVID laws. Um, Secondly, whether vaccines can be mandated or made compulsory. Uh, And thirdly, whether you can lose your job because you refuse to vaccinate. So we'll take it one after after the other. First of all, the laws around COVID are issued as laws. We have a federal government law, a federal law, I mean, called the quarantine law from 2010. This quarantine law is the basis for which the government can issue regulations around COVID and public health issues. Many other states in the country also have public health uh, laws uh, relevant to those states, including Lagos. And that's why uh, it's on the basis of these laws and regulations that the government can do lockdowns and can issue mandates. The mandates that we currently have under the law in Nigeria and in Lagos cover four issues. The first one is large gatherings. Uh, some of the laws, as you know, uh, require that people of a certain number cannot gather in a place, right? Also requiring the six-feet rule between people. So uh, many of you who still go out to the banks and to eat trees, would notice that you can't stay within six feet of each other. That's part of the public gathering law. Second part of that law is around wearing a face mask. Uh, the law requires that everyone is wearing face masks if you're uh, out in public or going into public buildings. The third one is hand sanitizers. Every public building or business uh, location premises has to uh, provide people who are coming in with hand sanitization. The last thing is the temperature check. So those four things are the extent to which our COVID mandates under the laws uh, apply, right? so. Uh, Don't gather in large crowds, wear your face mask, do your temperature and sanitize your hands. Those are the four things. Which then leads us to the second question you've asked me, which is, uh, can COVID vaccination be made mandatory? It cannot be made mandatory, right? Uh, Everywhere in the world, especially most democracies, including Nigeria, the laws, the constitution protects people's rights to personal liberty it it gives you rights to make choices as an an adult right what this means therefore uh and we've we many lawyers will tell you this has been tested by the courts over the years as well is that a full-grown adults can actually determine what medical treatment they will accept or what medical treatment they will reject so you do have a right to reject medical treatment Even in the worst of circumstances, you've seen where religious groups, for instance, uh, or believers of certain religions uh, refuse blood transfusions, even if it's their best interest or it will save their lives, and they're well within their rights to do so. So it's in that light as well that uh, one can, a full grown Nigerian adult, can refuse any medical treatment, including uh, COVID vaccination. So you can't, it cannot be made compulsory in that sense which is the reason why to drive compliance, the federal government and some state governments like those states have then tried to revoke certain services from people who are not vaccinated. So it's a roundabout way of enforcing compliance, which is to say, as much as I can't force you to inject the, the vaccine, I will ensure that until you inject that vaccine, you can't do very many things. Around the world, there are other ways. The governments have also done the same thing. But they do these things with luxuries, right? So you can't go to a restaurant and eat out. You can't uh, go to the playground. Uh, things that are luxurious, not essential services. Now, those states were saying uh, at a point that you're not allowed to go to the bank. And they were going to ask banks not to attend to you if you do not have a vaccination card. And immediately there was a court challenge to it. The court case is still ongoing. We don't have a judgment yet, but many lawyers assume uh, that, um, that the courts will side with the rights of people to reject medical treatment, which means that the courts will uphold your rights to say, I do not want the vaccine and you can't compel me to inject myself with the vaccine, especially for me to be able to access essential services uh, in that way. But it can swing the other way. And if it does, I'll let you know. The third uh, and most important question people ask is, can I be fired from my job for not getting vaccinated? Before now, and in Nigeria, we do not have a a response from the courts. We don't have a response or a direction per se. But South Africa a few days ago has broken the jinx for the continent. Uh, A lady who was doing personal training for the company she works for And who needed to be physically present at work to do these trainings was asked to, was dismissed um, on the grounds of permanent incapacity. Permanent incapacity means that this is why you were employed. We need you to be physically present to be able to do your job. To be physically present, you require vaccination which means that the domino effect of you not being vaccinated is that you cannot do your job. If you cannot do your job, then you cannot be paid. If you cannot be paid for a period of time because you can't do your job, then you have frustrated your employment contract with me, right? So you see how it links from... So it's not about uh, you're not vaccinated. That's not the real reason. The reason is that your lack of vaccination is causing your employers uh, to not be able to function. Right? And because they have created that link between the vaccination and your ability to do the job, they have asked you, they've dismissed you essentially, and have asked you to leave. Uh, And naturally, as expected, she sued her employers. Uh, And uh, just a few days ago, the Employment Tribunal in South Africa actually said that the employers did the right thing. Uh, which for the first time then gives everybody a sense of this is how the courts will handle it if other people to get fired for not being able to do do their jobs. Uh, what was interesting in her case was that the employer didn't just wake up and fire her. They discussed it with her. They She accepted that she couldn't do her job. She tried to go to the hospital to get a medical exemption that would allow her to continue working without getting the vaccine. She couldn't get that as well. She had a conversation with them, they had a meeting, they asked her to give them other ways she could do her job, which cannot be done virtually, right? So even she admitted that she can't do it virtually. So the point is that there were very many uh, meetings and options and they talked her through it and they both agreed that under the circumstance, she's unable to perform uh, and as a result... Uh, she should leave so we she just needed the courts to either validate it or to cancel it and and they will be forced to take her back she might appeal and if she does then we will all know where whether or not that is upturned at a a superior court so anyway that's what i wanted to share with you guys uh today if you have questions as usual shoot them to me if you have other questions as well let me know um twitter me at my handle on twitter roxy r-o-q-z-e-e Um, And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Cheers.